What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Struggle as an Entrepreneur. And on today's episode, I got another Chauncey. All right. But this Even is... your man, though. <laughs> Chauncey's doing better. Hey, hey. <laughs> but this isn't Chauncey McQueen. This is Chauncey. Mansell. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm hype as fuck. Not only because we got the same but because we've been following each other for a while. And I'm like, damn, his style. Crazy. Thank you. Crazy, thank you. Crazy. Um, thank you. But yeah, no, I'm happy to have you on today. Um, it was a little bit of a struggle getting you up here. This should be getting on my nerves. <laughs> like, I, first of all, I pay nearly $20 a month for this shit. And this, this should work a lot better. In this always something the crazy thing is always something when it's time to interview somebody not only is it always something but it's always something different okay so well you should you should know all the kinks then by now right yeah i'm as <laughs> as everything happens like when it's new things i start noticing i'm like okay so but right. yeah i'm like right. god damn like i thought i took notes for everything it's always something new all right but anyways so how are you doing like I'm pretty good. Things are open. 2021, everything is open back up. You can wear your mat, your face now, so people can see your face. Mm -hmm. Again, that's really good because I know I worked really hard on these teeth. (laughs) I want them to be seen. Um, But no, 2021 is good. I made a a really big shift in my life back to Atlanta, so that was a a really positive note for 2021. Um, And then, yeah, I moved back. Oh, so you're here. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, okay. And what made you want to do that? I'm here. Um, a lot of my friends stay here. It's closer to home. And then, you know, with me being into fashion, it's just somewhere I really feel like my career can really grow and I can grow my business as well here. Okay, okay. So yeah. let's talk about uh, fashion real quick. Right. you know, that's mm-hmm. what you're all about. Um, for people that don't follow you, your, your style is dope. Very dope. Thank you. It's, Thank um, you. And a lot of the stuff that you wear, well, some of the stuff that you wear, you make yourself, right? Some of it I make myself. Um, some of it I like either buy and I alter. Um, right now, I'm like I'm in like a temporary spot, so I'm not really like making a lot of like personal things right now or like mm-hmm. custom things because I don't really have the space. But um, pretty soon I am moving into my um, place, so I'll be able to get that back started. But um, yeah, a lot of things I make or a lot of things I like buy and alter. Okay, but so what made you so what made you want to get into fashion? Like when did you say, you know what, I don't get into fashion. That shit for me. I've always had like an eye for it. It's honestly like a natural talent. Like my grandmother, she sews, but she sews like dresses, bed spreads, curtains, all that type of thing. And I think it was just something that was naturally passed down to me because mm-hmm. I picked it up really quick. Um like in high school we could take fashion one uh fashion design one and two. I took both of those and like was just breezing through the projects really easy. And then I went off to actual design school for it. And then I got my actual fashion design degree. So like when some people talk about oh, I wanna be a fashion designer, like I really do wanna be a fashion designer and I really like put time into my craft and actually learning the basics and things like that. Mm-hmm. I like that because some people will be like, Oh, I wanna be a fashion designer. They'll get those. But I have no get, idea what they're getting into. <laughs> they'll get one of no those idea. machines. They'll put their logo on a shirt, and they are a fashion designer. That's it. That's it. 
Yeah, and it's it's a lot more than to than just that. Exactly. It's a lot of behind the scenes. Yeah. And the shit is hard. I remember um back in home uh in high school we took we had home ec and mm-hmm. one of the projects or one of the curriculums in home ec is um I wouldn't say fashion, but I think it was like sewing or whatever. And we had to learn right. how to sew some shorts. After that I was yeah. like, Yeah, no, I Shorts are actually pretty like one of the easier things to short um to sew. Um, depending on like if it has to have a zipper in it, a fly, or like um, elastic, and or if you want pockets in or not. But shorts are pretty simple. It's just like two fronts, two backs, and then a waistband. So what's hard? A shirt. A shirt is pretty easy too. I think when you start getting into like things that you have to actually measure for people, bodies, like dresses are really hard. Mm-hmm. Depending on like what type of fabric it is, a lot of people are just kind of taking the easy way and just making like everything out of stretch fabric so like it doesn't really matter if you messed up or not it's still gonna fit the body well mm. um menswear is a lot harder than women's wear because it's so the male body is so structured so everything has to be structured and fitted to like the male's body and how um our bodies are made up so everything has to be measured especially when it comes to suiting like suiting is the worst trying to make a blazer and like pants like slacks is uh, the worst um, it's a lot of sewing and deconstructing and trying again. <laughs> so you have to be a person who's very patient. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be someone who really, but like really wants it and believes in yourself, you know, to actually come out and do fashion or try to sew or be a tailor or anything like that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, I think I also seen that like you have a passion for styling, yes. correct? Yes. Um, yes, I so am. Do you um, want to get into that? I think they actually go like hand in hand. Um, I could be one of those people that like, even though I style, I could still alter and help you with like ham something up because a lot of people don't realize that when st- styling, sometimes you get things that's like not your size or not your client size. And then you have to like make it fit to them or make it contrast to fit their body because everyone's body is made differently. Um, and then in my main job, I'm a visual stylist. So I get to do that for work. And then I'm trying to bridge into like building my own clientele to become a personal stylist as well. Okay. Now let's yeah. get into some uh, uh, deeper questions about your journey in uh, becoming fashion do- uh, designer slash okay. stylist. Now the name of the podcast, obviously, is How to Struggle as an Entrepreneur. The right. reason why, you know, because at the end of the day, they, you know, when I first came up with that name, so many people were like, what the, f-? like, I don't want to struggle. I want, I literally had one person who was like, I don't want to struggle. I want to succeed. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that. It's because right. there is a struggle that to become comes successful. with being an entrepreneur. Exactly. And I feel like right. we don't really hear that all the time. We hear people's wins, but we don't really hear like what the fuck it took for them to get there. Right. Um. So that's what we're going to talk about a little bit about you. Okay. You today. So um, how do you how do you brand yourself as a, uh, a a stylist or, you know, designer that's different, you know, because there's, there's plenty of stylists, there's plenty of designers out there. How do you, you know, tackle, take on the task of like separating yourself from the others, especially in this day of, you know, social media? It's really hard. Um, cause everyone wants to be a stylist. Everybody wants to be a fashion designer. I think it's more so about being true to yourself in your craft and more so um your personality i think i have a really big personality so i think that's why a lot of people 
um, gravitate towards me. And I think that's why a lot of people don't gravitate towards me because my personality is so big. Um, but it's all about like believing in yourself and coming up with um, ideas that are you're generally passionately about, um, generally passionate about. Um, and don't feel like, oh, just because this per- the person is doing it, I can't do it as well. Like, mm-hmm. it's all about competition. So just because someone else is, like, wanting to be a stylist and they're around the same age as me, they, you know, may have the same style place as me, doesn't mean that I can't do it as well. Um, everyone has their season. I think that's a big thing, too. I want everybody to realize, like, everyone has their own season. So when it's going to be your turn. So always, I think being true to yourself and then just giving people their dues when their dues are coming because you never know when it's going to be your turn. Um, and you never know when those roles might reverse and you might be on top and they be on the bottom and they be on top and then you're on the bottom. Like fashion is one of those industries that's like you're constantly in or out. Like Tim Gunn says it the best. Um, but yeah, I hope I answered your question right. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 you, you, you did. And I'm glad that you added that extra part in the end because that's another thing that a lot of people don't think about. They think it's just competition, competition. competition. Right. You know, I got to, you know, what can I do? Like the last person, you know, the last interview that I did, you know, we were talking about, you know, like if you ever have a conversation with somebody and you notice how they try to like one up you. Right. You know what I mean? They try to, you say, oh, yeah, you know, I did this. And then they try to, they got to come back and be like, oh, well, you know, I did this. Right. Kind of like when you tell somebody, like, kind of when you tell somebody, like, have a good day. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, you have a wonderful day. Like, (laughs) (laughs) they just, they just want to go over the top with it. Right. You you never know. Because also, you never know, like, the kind of, like, what can come through, like, a bond with somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've had opportunities come to me just strictly because, you know, I, you know, just made a genuine bond right. with somebody. So I'm glad that you, uh, that right. That. Um, now do you ever see your, do you, do you ever find yourself comparing, comparing yourself to like other people? Oh, uh, most definitely. I think that's one of my biggest things. Style wise. Oh, okay. Um, as far as like the way I dressed or like me styling people. Or wanting to style people, or like my things that I pull. Um, um, more of like the way that you dress. Um, I don't really compare myself to other people when I'm styling. Uh, well, dressing myself, I think I look at other people and like get inspired by the things that they wear and be like, okay, cool. I wouldn't think of wearing it that way. Or you know, okay, I like that. Maybe mm-hmm. I, sh- you know, let me see what they found it from and see what I, my own way I could put my own way on and like remix it for myself. Um, I've never been one to really compare and contrast myself to other people. Um, not to say that you know mm-hmm. we all don't have our flaws. Be like, damn, like I probably could have did that too. But I'm trying to find the words. I think it's more so about. It's all about being true to who you are and knowing, honestly, and also this, knowing that everything doesn't fit your mm-hmm. body type. That's one thing, too. Like, what fit looks good on someone else may not look good on me because we're all not shaped the same, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that's one thing, too. Like, knowing that, know what's your your genuine style and, like, not try to follow the trends. Like, with me, like, I hated that stack pant look. Like, that just wasn't my thing, so I never done it. Like, when the... Felines was like a big thing. I hated them. 
So I didn't try to do that. Like right now, Crocs mm-hmm. are really big. I hate Crocs, so I'm not going to go buy Crocs just because they're a big thing. I think it's always about knowing your own true fashion identity, and then people are going to gravitate to it regardless. Okay, I like that you said that because um, there's some people who think that they can. Um, some pe- there's some people that a crop top. Some guys that a crop top look good on. You know, some guys they don't. don't. <laughs> right. Um, some guys don't. Know that. Okay, now um, let's talk about your new. Well, it's it's, it's pretty new, right? Your uh, clothing brand. Yes. With your hats, right? Right. I rebranded. You starting out with hats. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I actually sold that with okay. totes. Um. I sold the totes, but the totes weren't. I don't think the totes got as much love as the hats are getting right now. The hats are nice. So I'm going to keep on with the hat train for a while and see how that goes. Okay, and how... Now, I am so fucking terrible names. pronouncing names. Mm-hmm. So how do, you, how do you pronounce... The name is pronounced Demangier. Demangier. Yes. Okay. I'm not even gonna tell you <laughs> what I was trying to pronounce it as, but it was nowhere near yes. that. Okay, I like that. Where did the name come? The from? name is actually my middle name. So um, my dad, his name is Daman, and around the time I was born, the movie Jumanji came out. So they kind of just took his middle name and put Jumanji together, and they got Jumanji. Okay, creativity right. that sounds French. A lot of people think it's like really like expensive when you say it. So, um, I hell yeah. So I was like thinking about what can I do to set me up to like where you know my brand sounds like you know Balenciaga or Gucci or you know Hermes, Mm -hmm. you know Demangier. I love that. Thank you. I love that. Um, So, are you going to also be making some like custom pieces with it too? Some like shirts? Custom pieces, t shirts, just like, you know, the regular brand. Like, I don't want to say because you kind of said it when we got on here, but like, you know, just a regular t shirt with like the name on it. Um, Those things like that, simple things like that. And then um, eventually we're going to get back into like personal, like people putting in personal orders for custom things. I did, one of my friends, he went to Puerto Rico. And I made, you know, a short set, a short swim set with a matching bomb bucket hat. And he's going on another trip pretty soon. So I'll be making something else for him pretty soon. Um, I will say it's very time consuming to own your own brand uh, and make it, you know, make it, make a lot of the own things. So, um, but it's all comes with the territory, you know, it's, it's trust the process, you know. And I'm glad that you, uh, like you said, you're going to, you know, try to do like the hats you know, the shirts, and then slowly start working to, like, other pieces and, you know, stuff like that. Because that's how FUBU started. And that shit was huge. Um, And I think, I I know some other people that are, like, uh, designers, and I definitely seen them get burnt out because they tried to just jump in and do custom pieces. and then I think it's really good to focus on... You know what I mean? So... um, Yeah, focus on, like, one thing, um, your niche or whatever you feel like it's going to sell. Um, but like I said, still stay true to yourself. Like I saw that the totes didn't really sell. They sold, but they're not really getting as much love as the hat. So like right now, it's just like, okay, trucker hats are in right now. So that's what I'm going to work on. And that's what I'm going to, um, you know, focus on right now to like get my business and the name out there. And then once it's out there, start, you know, branching out into different things. 
Exactly. And that's a very important lesson for um, new entrepreneurs. Because I know for me, I was thinking, I was like, oh, like the chemical chemical X mask is just going to sell like crazy. That's going to be the top selling thing. And it's not. It's definitely (laughs) in the soap. And I did not expect that at all. Even in the store, um, they were like, yeah, you know, the soaps are doing amazing. People are barely touching, you know, the chemical X mask. So things, you know, when you start a business, you may have an idea. It's going right. to change. Right, right, right. Nine times out right. of ten. Uh, so it ain't. I got to be perfect. Now, um, I know the stress of starting a, uh, a bath and body company. What the fuck is the stress like starting a clothing brand? I think the demand, because, um, like, I put these hats out and they sold, and it's like, now everybody's like, oh, I want a hat, I want a hat. You know, wear the hats. And it's like, I sold out all of them, but, you know, give me time. The next drop is coming. Um, just the demand and having it on hand, like having our supplies together, having everything to where, you know, it looks professional and feels professional. And man, quality is very quality. good. It's more slanted. And that's the thing. Like I wanted to take my time with the hat. So it's more so I didn't invest too much into the hat, too many hats because I didn't know, you know, if they were going to take off like that. So I was like, you know, let me just get a small quantity and good quality and see how they do and then you know the next drop or the drop after that will start getting more product in and adventuring out into different styles of hats like that so i do have some stuff coming um because i saw how good these hats did and i still like have some people who still want these colors um i don't know if i'm gonna do like one of those like restock type color things i might just like every drop is just like a different color or a different set you know something to keep you you know guessing okay yeah, I'm going to have to get that back okay. in there. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see if those oh. will come back out. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you, might have to catch the, you might have to catch them like a few months from now. Maybe like the next drop. Um, the next drop is going to be really creative. I'm really excited about this next one. A pink one will be creepy. That might be in the next drop. That might be the next drop. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so... <laughs> how much of uh so like when you know taking into account you know the you know the ideas that you come up with for your business and things like that or or shit even like your you know your outfits that you post for instagram how much of public opinion do you take into account in your creative um i don't really ask the general public i ask a lot of people who are closer to me and people who are like either have worked in the fashion industry or um work where i work now and or people who really are like in the fashion um i do have a professor that i'm still cool with to this day and i graduated 2017 and her opinion is very you know one of one of the ones i really think is valid um I think just running things by them a lot before I post things. But I honestly, I feel like me personally, I have a really good eye <laughs> for fashion and things that I do. Um, but I think one of the things is knowing that everything is subjective. You know, visual, fashion, all that is subjective. Um, I wouldn't say beauty is in the eyes of the beholder because I feel like some people say that just to, you know, get by without with, with half-ass and shit. And I'm going to be honest, I'm just keeping 100 <laughs> That's not what it is. Um, I think everything is subjective. And, you know, you have to be in this business. You have to be willing. You have to be ready to be either torn down um, and or you have to be ready for people to give their opinion when it's not really needed. I'm one of those people who give my opinion when it's not really needed. (laughs) So 
I think more so like I can take it because I can dish it. Um, but yeah, just having a core group of people that you really like surround yourself and they want to do the same thing or even if they do the same business, they still have their own business that they're into and they're going to run things by you. I think just having that close niche of people that you really look to for advice and um, yeah, just having them and using them like as, you know, little guinea pigs and things like, oh, do you like this? I'm like, my ordering this? I'm paying it with this. What do you think? And stuff like that. And then people will see your, your authenticity. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to say it, me. it's one of those words. Yeah. Authenticity. It's one of those words I can't say that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're going to, they're going to see that and people are just going to gravitate towards that. Yeah. <laughs> Facts, yeah, yeah, no, I definitely um, agree with that. And if they don't, then, you know, because I know I'm one of those type of people where I'm going to keep it pushing whether somebody, whether people support me or not, I'm just still, you still got to right. be, you got to be, you have to be your biggest supporter because if you're going to rely on somebody else, it's right. just, um, it ain't got to like that. Now, what keeps right. you, what keeps you motivated? I like people, I like asking people that because being, striving to become an entrepreneur whether you're an entrepreneur who has quit your nine to five or you still have it it is hard as fuck to stay motivated because you have your personal issues that you have to deal with but when you're an entrepreneur um or you know your customers shit like they don't care about what you're going through so how do you stay motivated um to be honest, social media keeps me motivated because, like, seeing other people, like, their shit just grow and, you know, take off. It's like, I could do that shit, too. Um, I will say this. Um, they really keep me motivated. Chad, Chad with Bozeman, he's from my, well, he was from my hometown. Okay. Um, went to the same high school I went to years before um, I went to it. And it's just seeing someone who can come from the same hometown as me and do the amazing things that he did lets me know like i can do that shit too like i just have to believe in myself and put in the work Mm -hmm. you know and um and i wish i could honestly just say oh it's all about believing in yourself and you know putting in the hard work but it's also about who you know like you know a lot of these people who are like really big influencers out here like those are the people that you need to connect with those are the people you need you know since free shit too you know, and even if you don't, like, if they're you're not paying them, like, I feel like a lot of them feel like, okay, well, I was in their shoes before, so why don't I, like, why don't I just help the next person get up on their shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, and just be, you know, networking, all that type of stuff. All that stuff keeps you motivated to get to where you want to be. And seeing other people do the same shit that you've done and, like, blow it out the water and be great at it, it just keeps me motivated to do okay, it. I like that answer. I never heard somebody, you know, say social media keeps them motivated. I like that. Usually people try to, um, you know, be, uh, you know, they, it's usually a negative thing that's tied to social media. Right. It's always a negative thing with social media, but I think it's all about how you let it affect you mm-hmm. personally. Just how people say like, oh, um, I could not live in Atlanta. It's just so much going on in Atlanta. It's just like, no, it's really not. Like, y'all just see what they mm-hmm. hype up on social media. They like to be in a mess. Like, that's why. Right, but if you like have core people who are not really about that, then you won't be tied up in all that stuff that goes on. Like, um, you really have to just filter out what's important, and if your business is what's important to you, that's going to be you know what you're really putting all your spare time, spare money, all that stuff in. And just like how um, Candy Bird said, 
don't treat your side gig like a side gig. Like if it's something that you're really passionate about, put that same amount of time that you would when you're, if you're putting that eight hours in on the clock, put that eight hours in off the clock, you know, to uh, into your own stuff. Cause that's, gonna, that's what eventually everyone is working towards is being their own boss. I love that. So um, when were you ever at your like your lowest? Um, I was. I think when I moved to Jacksonville, Florida, um, and I think COVID is really when like it really hit me. It was like, damn, like I can't go home. I'm not really working. You know, I still try to motivate, stay motivated, and go outside and do stuff at the gym. But it was just like I'm not getting in that the money that I was getting into to really invest my into my business so it's just like that really like was something that really hindered me from my business and i actually took a pause from it like i didn't sell mm-hmm. anything and everybody was like oh this is the time when you should be making masks because you know that's what you know everybody's doing then it's just like you couldn't find the material to make masks you couldn't find elastic everything was just sold out and then like it became to a point where everyone went like, to where it came over it came oversaturated and now like since we're coming up out of this everybody's trying to get rid of these masks and, you know, sell these masks. And it's just like, I feel like we all went over and above with the mask thing, knowing that normally a pandemic only takes a year or a, or a few months, a year and a few months to get over. Um, so I knew personally, I didn't want to go into the mask, whole mask making thing. I made a few, but I didn't really like pursue it like that because I didn't feel passionate about it at, to- at sewing in my business at that time because I didn't feel like, passionate about what's going on in the world like i really couldn't get dressed and get cute how i wanted to i can't go get my hair cut and um i don't care what anyone says that stuff really like helps your self-esteem like being able to get a haircut and get cute for yourself it really does help so i think that's when my my lowest was during covid and staying in jacksonville and not really having that core group of friends or my family around to really support me and keep me pushing into my business i like that so, um, okay, so what I like to ask people that come, you know, on a podcast, like what in your journey as an entrepreneur, like right now, are you struggling with the most? Oh, um, the money, the money to actually buy my name, um, and things like that, getting all the more financial and business side of the business is what I'm really struggling with right now. Um, but I have a few friends who have their own business who are going to like help me get to where I need to be. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of it right now is just like the the money situation. Like I just moved into a temporary spot and now I have to move again. So it's like so much money is going out to just me being able to live and take care of myself to the point to where I don't have the extra funds right now to just put into um, my business. Um, but one thing about me, I'm not, I'm not scared to punch a clock. <laughs> so I've been out here looking, for, I've been out here looking for different like jobs, like part time jobs and everything. Um, and I might have found, I might have found one today. I'm gonna be tired as hell, but at the end of the day, that account is gonna be looking lovely, and my business is going to flourish from it. So love that you, love that you said that because literally, like right now, like people will look at me like I'm fucking crazy. I work. I have two nine to five jobs, two, and right. you're just like, but why? And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean why? Like how? Like that's everything costs. Website costs, product costs. You know what I mean? Especially now, like 
um, the company that I got my that I used to get my well that I get my containers from, they up the amount that you have to have in order to order. That right. shit is expensive, you know. You and one pay. of my homegirls, she goes through that same thing because she has her own um, her own uh, body care, which is what I'm wearing now. Was got me shining like I'm shining right now. <laughs> okay, skin. But, right. So I I get it. It's it's very. It's hard, like you said. What is it called? Struggling, struggling to be uh, uh, struggling as an entrepreneur. It's it's hard. Yeah. Um, it's not anything easy. Unless you're people who like got who are like college and who was just born into it and just like I want to do this, you know. But other than that, like the regular people who will start businesses, it's like it's it's hard work. It's a whole nother set of bills, right? Like, I, like just in fucking legal stuff alone, just to keep. The legal side of it, you know, legit is just expensive, you know, alone. That's not even right. counting, you know, the other shit. Right. Um, but yeah, no, and that's a year, that. and that's that's a yearly cost, like your domain yearly cost, like all that stuff. Even with having your um LLC, I think you have to buy that every year too, right? Yeah, you got to pay. Uh, yeah. Well, I know in Georgia, you know, you got to pay on state whatever it's called. I forgot what it's called. Um, your yearly filing, you got to pay. Right. That. That's like one something. It's a lot. Right. It's a lot. Um, right. Okay. Now, before you go, I got to... Um, so, I'm curious, right? Right. Now, okay. <laughs> how would you rank the gays and how they dress in each city? You got New York, Atlanta, LA, Florida, and D.C. Florida would be at the bottom of my list. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me not say that. No, let me not say that because I have a, a lot, a, a lot of cool people that I'm really close with, and they dress, and they're from Florida, and they can really dress. Okay, so you said it was um, Atlanta, um, Florida, LA, LA and DC. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, mm-hmm. I would say I don't really know. DC doesn't really give me fashion, so I'm gonna put DC at at, at five because. I don't feel like DC is just known for fashion, right? Um, I agree. After that, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm. A, I'm gonna say Atlanta to be honest, because every everyone here thinks just because they put on designer, they're they're killing it, and it's what? just like. Oh, okay. So the, Atlanta's gonna be five for me, because <laughs> like you, I remember coming down okay. from like South Carolina and thinking, oh, I'm gonna find so much shit in Atlanta. It's gonna be people killing it when I come down here, and it's just like that ain't the case. Um, three out, three out, three, three. I would put Florida. I'll put Florida for number three. Mm-hmm. Um, you gonna kill me if I say this, but I think two would be New York, and let me tell you why. Because you can't tell a New York girl she okay. not high, she not high fashion, and this is like. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> And it's crazy because New York is like one of, like for us, it's like the mecca for fashion. It's just like, I don't see that a lot from New York. And I don't know it's because even during the wintertime, I'm like, y'all should be killing it. That's when you really can show out during the fall and the winter. You know, it's hot, it's cold, so you're bundling up layers. Yeah. And I just feel like I don't see that. Um, and then I guess that leaves LA, number one. Because I think New York... Go ahead, go. Yeah, I think because New York is like... 
it what what kills me sometimes, you know, yeah, that's my city, but it's just like sometimes people just think, okay, I can put a bunch of labels together and this shit is right. And it's like, but it's not. Just because you put some labels together, like. I think with New York, everyone is tries too hard to be like a statement and like try to like be so different. And it's just like, just put on some regular shit. I honestly feel like people tell me, <laughs> people tell me all the time, oh my gosh, you're like, I love your outfit. Now, a lot of times it really is just regular shit. It's just, I just know how to, I guess I just know how to put it you together. Just put it together. Right. Like, I can literally yeah. wake up in the morning and just throw something on. So half the time during the week, work week, I don't even, I have the shit I put on. <laughs> Let the wrinkles fall yeah, out as I go. Sometimes, um, like, if I'm looking on Instagram, I'll just break down somebody's outfit, and it will be fire as fuck, but it will be, you know, pretty, pretty you know, simple. simple. Yeah. It'll be, like, a plaid shirt, some black shorts, and, you know, some, you know, Jordan or something like that, but it'll be like, oh, shit, wait. Right. That's simple as fuck, but that looks fire. Right. And then I think a yeah, lot no, of people, a lot of people sleep on regular places, like Target has good stuff. Walmart, Walmart has really, Walmart yeah, has pieces. the graffitis. Walmart has graffitis and they have, pe- like, you just have to know how to find them. Um, and then, you know, you have your Boohoo, ASOS, uh, Shein, those type of places. But, and then I'm one of those people, I'm not ashamed to say I can get a designer look for the life, life of the price. So, like, it's shit that I find, you know, that's like, um, those black shades that I wear all the time. A lot of people ask me about those. Oh, I love your shades. They look like um, the Louis Vuitton shades, but they're Shein shades. Um, and then, you know, Steve Mann will always give you that look for <laughs> some price because he's got a bite off a of designer, period. Um, but to finish off your question, I will say L.A. I think the L.A. girls right now really are really doing it for me. Um, and I think it's, it's just very natural for them. It's very, like, mm-hmm. I like that that bummy look. Like, the like some people pull that Same. off so good, you know? Um, it's one guy, I think he stays in New York. I don't know his Instagram name. I have to send it to you when we get off here, but he pulls like the bummy lock off so good and I love it. Sam, I'm starting to like that more and more. Um every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, I need to let me find me an oversized t shirt. Right. Now I don't think the bummy looks works on me, but I do like the bummy look. Like <laughs> I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know how to fuck them. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Look crazy. <laughs> it's just something about oversized jeans. outside of a t shirt, I just feel like oversized jeans and stuff like that just makes me look bigger than what I am and I don't like that. It's like I work for this body, <laughs> I want it to be seen, I want you to see all these S curves and all that. <laughs> <laughs> okay so what can we expect expect from your new brand coming up um a lot more hats um a lot more drops a lot more being dedicated things coming to you guys a lot quicker um it's all about once i start making this like this extra income comes i'll be able to put a lot more into the business i think people don't realize that it takes money to make money someone actually said to me and i think they didn't mean it in a negative way, but the way it came off it was very negative. It was like, oh, I know you didn't move to Atlanta to do the same jobs that you were doing in Florida. And it's just like, you don't know what? what? Excuse me? You don't know what? what I have. Right. You don't know what I have going on outside of these jobs. But two, it takes money to make money. So, like, I'm not going to quit a full-time job and a part-time job that are both paying me pretty well to just, you know, focus on my business like i still have to have some type of income like i still have bills like life still goes on so until my business is like my main source of income i'm gonna keep my jobs and i think that's a lot a lot of people really 
just jump out on faith. And not saying that faith is, well, let me not say faith. They jump out on a limb and not really thinking about the outcome of what they're doing. So I've always been one of those mm-hmm. people. I'm a Virgo. And you know, we overthink every fucking thing and analyze everything because we want it to come out the way we want it to come out. Um, but so, yeah, I would definitely say that, you know, always plan and, you know, just knowing that it takes money to make money. It takes really a lot of money to make money. And then a lot of times you're going to put out more money into it than what you're going to get back. But yeah. that's the cost of it. Yeah. Be, just being in the, like being in the store is great. It's amazing. It's, especially every time I go in there to see my shit. But right. it's cost to be in that bitch. <laughs> right. When they be like, okay, you know, we need another order. It's time to stock up. You know, it cost to stock up you know what i mean but at least that's good that you know is you know like it's actually selling and you're having a stock up you know you don't want to yeah. just be on the shelf and just sitting there and then me looking stupid <laughs> right okay we don't want that nobody likes to look stupid okay so what are, uh what's some tips that you got for some people who like either want to you know because i know there's a lot of people who um they want to become a uh, a style influencer, I guess, on like Instagram, or they want to get mm-hmm. into fashion. What are some tips um, that you have, you know, for them? Because that's a hard ass industry, right? I think um, one being true to yourself is the really big one. Um, two, I'm gonna say this: it's not always about what you know; it's definitely about who you know. Sometimes, mm-hmm. and I would say three. Um, Know what works for you. Mm-hmm. Like, just because someone else is doing something and it seems to be blowing up for them, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to blow up for you. Stay the true to what you know and what you love. And when you put, people see that you're passionate about it, they're going to catch on as well. Okay. Right. I like, it. I like it. Now, where can people, where can they find you? Where they can they, um, the hats, are we waiting, are we waiting for another drop or is there something that people try? Mm-hmm. Um, the this drop just um is um I think I might have honestly I think I might have one left mm-hmm. <laughs> one and it's yellow but the yellow is pretty fine like it's a, it's a nice it's not like a mustard yellow it's like a bright yellow okay um but this drop is this colorway is done I might do something with these colors again because it is Pride Month mm-hmm. maybe I don't know um but they like it's the first and they're already Pride Monthing me out already mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But yeah, this drop is done. The next drop is coming pretty soon. I just a lot of it is waiting on the product to get here. Like I think people don't realize that a lot of it is actually like getting the product to where I can get it out to you guys. Um I wanna say maybe if not the middle of June, definitely the end of June, early July. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be another drop somewhere after that, going into maybe like August into the fall. Okay. So like a pre-fall type collection. I'm and I'm really excited for that one. Like I'm really excited for that one. Um looking um looking how people like some people do their unboxing like Pharrell has done their like his boxing, Beyonce with the Ivy Park, even Kim Kardashian. I love her unboxings that she does for people, like the promo boxes. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do with these next few drops, but you just have to wait. I don't want to give away too much. You just have to wait. And the people who will get those boxes would be like posting for me and stuff like that. So I can't, I can't wait. Uh, Very excited. I love that. Well, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It took a few days, but it, we got it together. It took a few days, <laughs> but we, we got it together. Um, that's one thing that's, uh, that's hard, you know, doing the podcast because 
obviously everybody right. that's coming on is an entrepreneur. So everybody's right. schedule is usually a little a little hectic, but we get it done. Crazy. But we get it done. Right. Um so right. I'm excited to see that everything that you come up with. Where do Thank you see you yourself so in five much. years? Five years. Ooh, I'll be thirty. So <laughs> hopefully I'll just have my shit together. Same. That's why I say myself it's, I don't want to put too much into it. Um, thinking that far ahead, but I I hope I just have my shit together and I hope I'm still able to put a lot of my time and work into the Monjay and just seeing it grow from there. Um Yeah, just thing like that. I will say maybe just honestly, maybe just still having just an online store, getting that really popping in the next few years. I don't know about a brick and mortar just yet, because a lot of people really aren't going into stores like that anymore. Like a labor thing is like very online based. So I would say with my shit together and my, my online business is growing. That's why I see myself in the next five years. I love it. Did you drop your Instagram? Uh, my insta- my personal Instagram is I am Chan. So I A M C H A U N two and then point zero. I am Chan 2.0. Um, my business page is at Demangier. So that's D A M O N G E A. And then my styling page is Style by Chan. It's Style by Chan. S-T-Y-L-E-D-B-Y-C-H-A-U-N. I love it. Do people call you Chansey? Listen, Chansey. I hate it. And it's like, it's the whole you in there. Like, that's like, that's that's literally like, it grinds <laughs> my gears. Like, it's, it makes me cringe. Yeah, it makes me mad. Because I'd be like, okay, I think you you're, you're, you're trying to be funny. Or don't call me... Um, or don't be like what they say, Billups. Don't be like. I don't like that either. I can't and sometimes that. when I say Chauncey, people are like Johnson, and it's just like, where do you get Johnson out of Chauncey? Have you ever gotten that before? <laughs> All the fucking time, Jonathan. Like what? No. I know where. Like when I'm ordering something and I give them like my name or something, and they'll say Jonathan, and I'm like a J. Yeah. So a lot of times I just I, I just tell them my last name. But no, I appreciate you for coming on. Thank you. Thank so you for much. having me. Um, make sure you guys go follow him and make sure you guys follow me, Chauncey and McQueen on Instagram. Right. And until next episode, guys. Bye. Thanks Peace. for having me.